This is episode 43 for Tuesday, April 12th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we'll be covering style 3B, Czech Premium Pale Lager. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, hey. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, anything interesting happened this week? Beer. Lots you of guys beer. brewed. Yes. Yeah, we brewed yesterday. Fun. That was only the second one I've ever been out to yeah. with you guys. We had the whole crew there, too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah at one point. There, yeah, yeah it's, fun. it's been a while since that's happened. Mm-hmm. Frado was there. Well, I wasn't there when Frado got there, but yeah. close enough. Uh, almost yeah. had the yeah. whole crew yeah. there. Yeah. Shakar was there. National Spirit was there. Mm-hmm. Blew through yeah. two kegs. Yeah, um, both well, of them were almost empty, left, and but. both of them by me. <laughs> <laughs> but those did get emptied. Way to go, Eddie! You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it was fun. We both brewed a blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. Cause Something quick and easy because I had two kegs blow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a, the first style I want to brew whenever I do start brewing. So a blonde. It's always a good one to start with. Blondes are nice. Yeah, they are nice. You put your stout back on. Yes. And do you have anything else ready to go or um, nothing? Well, I have that Belgian quad that's been sitting there, but it's not it's not cold or anything. Oh, okay. But you're not going to put that on tap? No, probably right. not. Yeah. No. I wouldn't think that's so. Gonna, that one's going to sit for a while. Hmm. It's already a year old this month. Oh, so wow. we'll let it go for a little while longer and see. Cool. Is I it, tasted some of it last night. It was pretty good. Lots still, of dark fruits and everything. But Is it still in cat box? Cat box, no, right? it's in the garage. Oh, okay. <laughs> in a keg. keg. I don't think he has oh. anything in the bathtub anymore. Oh, oh, the Berliner Weiss is still in there. Oh, I forgot you had that. <laughs> How long is that going to be in there? I don't know. Until I buy another keg to put it in. Okay. I don't want to have to have a designated sour keg. So just, That's right. Yeah. Right, I just right. need to buy another keg and put it in there. So. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So. I finally uh, finished off two kegs at my house that I brewed for the Super Bowl. Right. Nice. So those have been a long time coming. And now I was able to replace it with all the, brew, the uh, beer that we had for the wedding. So now I'm going to have two kegs of wedding beer to go through. So maybe by <laughs> summer, I'll have something else. Summer? That's a long ways away. Not really. Yeah, maybe by then I'll be able to afford to brew with you. Month Took and a half, two months. Well, Super Bowl is two months ago. One more month and it's going to be May. Just, oh. <laughs> I was not the one that said that. <laughs> Mark that for the record. Jeez. I think that's like my first pun ever on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Well, Chris and I also got our um, BJCP credentials. Yeah. I mean, it's not the grade for the test, but we did at least get a number. We don't know what our ranking an is. ID. 
Yeah. So it's like the next step. So does that mean you passed? No. It's just they once you take the tasting exam, they assign you a number. Oh. So you're in Well, we'll be ranked. It could be um recognized, it could be apprentice, it could be oh, you I know see. if basically if you if you don't pass the test, they just call you an apprentice. I see. And you keep taking the test until you pass. Yeah, until you get recognized. But got a number, so it feels nice. Cool. Next One step. thing yeah. we forgot to mention was uh, somebody's first place beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, he would, yeah. Hey, you gotta be recognized. Yeah. Yeah, good job. I, I submitted my barley wine to uh, the American Homebrewers Association uh, national competition, and it got first place in the first round of judging in Austin. So oh, yeah. We'll see how it goes. And you said that was a regional, and then they yeah. send that on to the like the nationwide one? Yeah, I think there's five regionals, and uh, Austin's the closest one, so that's where I sent mine. Yeah. And some I'm, people in the club sent theirs up to St. Louis, too. Oh, wow. Um, but the, the regionals are happening... You know, all over different times. I think all the way through the end of April, and then I won't see score sheets or anything until all the regionals are done, and mm-hmm. then they'll send them to me. Um, I don't know when the national or the second round, final round judging takes place, but it'll have to be before summer because that's when the uh, convention is, and there's an award ceremony there. So I think it's mm-hmm. up north, <laughs> the northeast somewhere. I forget where, what state. Um, hmm. I I remember they were talking about I think it was Baltimore. Bal- yeah, I was going to say Baltimore, but I wasn't sure. Would I you consider going if you? Uh, we'd go with you. I don't know. It's during the summer, you know. Yeah, that's expensive though. True. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Pretty major congratulations. High five. Yeah, that's very nice. <laughs> He's kind of a, a big deal. I don't know yeah. if you guys know this. <laughs> well, we had a lot of people in the club that that placed. Uh, some people in multiple categories. Oh, nice! So, yeah, we had a really good showing by the club. That's good at at this regional contest. So, are they going to give you cool. a patch? <clears throat> um, actually, it's kind of strange. You only get a ribbon if your score was a thirty or higher. Hmm. Which I would assume, if you're first or second or third in a category, your score would have to be at least a thirty, right? I mean, I guess there are instances <clears throat> where that may not happen, but. Like, I'll get a certificate and a blue ribbon for the the regional competition. Nice. Okay. If my score was over 30, which I'm hoping uh, it was. When will you know? When you get it? When I get the score sheet, I'll know what the score was. Oh, okay. I mean, like, when yeah. you get the ribbon. Yeah, it'll probably be uh, into April, beginning of May, before I can see the score sheet. Cool. Read the comments and everything. So. We'll take a picture with him holding it and put it on the <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're up to episode 43, and we definitely want to say thank you to anyone who's listening, even if you've been here for just one episode or if you've been here for all 43 yeah, or somewhere in the middle. We definitely appreciate it and um, want to ask you to hit the subscribe button if you dare, you know, if you're you're brave enough, (laughs) then go ahead and do it. If you're brave enough to put up with us every week. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And a special shout out to John, our favorite bartender out at the TMP Tavern in Fort Worth. He uh, told us he's been listening and and enjoys the show. So thanks for that, John. Everybody should go out to TMP if you're in Fort Worth. It's a really cool place. Yeah. Yeah. One of our favorites for sure. Brisket nachos. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Brisket nachos. (laughs) Pizza. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Beer cheese. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, uh, what? Cornhole. (laughs) (laughs) The game. Oh, yeah, not that. Oh, never okay, mind. 
Did you accidentally get it in your mouth? No, it was on purpose. <laughs> Jeez. Well, our pre-show beer today actually has something to do with the beer we are featuring for this episode, but it's not quite the same. We are currently enjoying the uh, <laughs> the real ale Hans Pils. Now, this is a German-style Pilsner, and that's specifically the reason why I wanted us to have this for a pre-show, because it's... Uh, well, I wanted to see how this would compare to the Czech Pils that we are featuring later today. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this particular beer, that they really enjoy it. I've seen it on uh, like a lot of different bar brewery nights that they'll feature this, uh, tap wall takeovers, or people yeah. shotgunning it, just... Uh, <laughs> Which we did not opt to do that today. No. But I wanted to see how it compares, since they're two very closely related styles. One, or this one was born from the other. So we'll see how it compares. Yeah, the, um, it's a good beer. Yeah, yeah the, the hop character's significant. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it extremely hoppy, but it's dry and, and the, the bitterness is definitely there. Right. Um, I might equate this to an American pale ale, but using German hops and German malts, German yeast. It's pretty smooth, clean. Yeah, but the, the hop yeah. character is noticeable. What about poundability for this one? I think this one's yeah really poundable, pretty high. Mm. Even yeah. with the bitterness there, it's real refreshing. I yeah, think yeah. It'd be I pretty mean, easy to pound. Th- yeah, the bitterness is definitely really manageable. It's yeah very easy drinking. Definitely a lawn mowing beer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like the fancy lawnmower. That's a Kolsch. I've yet to have that, but <laughs> oh, you have not had that. No, that's fantastic. Beer. It's yeah, really good, St. Arnold. Um, since we're talking about the German pills. Uh, in the style comparison for the Czech premium lager that we're talking about today, it mentions yeah. the German pills specifically. So we want to go ahead and at least read that part of it so we can see how they compare. Yeah, they Czech. also, like on the other side, in the German pills, they mention the Czech well, pills read too. The, so. Read the German pills one first for okay, style so comparison. From the German pills 5D, it compares, uh, in the style comparison, lighter in body and color, drier, crisper, and more fully attenuated with more of a lingering bitterness and with higher carbonation than a Czech premium pale lager. More hop character, malt flavor, and bitterness than International and, and Municalis and stuff. So, okay. yeah, they there's a lot to uh, how it compares. Definitely more hop-centric, <clears throat> I mm-hmm. guess. Because mm-hmm. the, the Czech premium pale lager style comparison says, more color, malt richness, and body than a German pills with a fuller finish and a cleaner, softer impression. Stronger than a Czech pale lager. Okay. Oh. So, yeah, the hot bitterness is going to cut through more um, on the German pills. Yeah. And the Czech premium is going to be softer. You know, it'll feature the, the Czech saws, Harder, hops. more malty. Yeah. A little more traditional lager kind of flavoring, maybe? Yeah. I, German diff- pills is always... Anytime I think German pills, I think hops. Okay. Just because that's, that's what's going to come through mm-hmm. as opposed to... Some of the lighter pilsners are going to be more mm. malt centric, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, sweet. This is fantastic. I, yeah. I don't think I've had this one before. I like it a lot. Yeah, thanks yeah. for bringing it, Travis. Yeah, yeah man, good. really good stuff. Well, do you want to get into uh, talking about our check pills? Mm-hmm. Sure, we can check it out. Oh my god, nice. That's, he's, uh, I'm on a roll. He's two, two and. Well, I don't know if that's two and zero, but whatever. Uh, He's got two. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard any from Travis. <clears throat> Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Overall impression: rich, characterful. Wow, characterful. <laughs> there we Can't go. English today. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, there you have it, folks. Try it again. All right, backing up. 
Rich, characterful, pale Czech lager with considerable malt and hop character and a long, rounded finish. Complex yet well-balanced and refreshing. The malt flavors are complex for a Pilsner-type beer, and the bitterness is strong but clean and without harshness, which gives a rounded impression that enhances drinkability. So, yeah, this is going to be a nice drinking beer. Characterful is an odd word. It, it is. When you think about it. Full of character. Yeah. It's really easy to that. slur, though. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you can't English. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm having trouble today. It's not just me. <laughs> Yay. Vindicated. <laughs> Aroma. Medium to medium high, bready rich malt, and medium low to medium high, spicy, floral, or what? How vague is this? <laughs> yeah. Medium low to medium high. Yeah. Uh, okay, medium low to medium high, spicy floral or herbal hop bouquet. 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 Bucket. <laughs> bouquet. <clears throat> Though the balance between the malt and hops may vary, the interplay is rich and complex. Light diacetyl uh-oh, or very low fruity hop-derived esters are acceptable but need not be present. Appearance. Gold to deep gold color. Brilliant to very clear clarity. Dense, long-lasting, creamy white head. Clear clarity? It's yellow. <laughs> Basically. Clear clarity? Clear clarity. To unclear clarity? Right. <laughs> it's clear. Uh, flavor. Rich, complex, bready maltiness combined with a pronounced yet soft and rounded bitterness and floral and spicy hop flavor. Malt and hop flavors are medium to medium high, and the malt may contain a slight impression of caramel. Bitterness is prominent but never harsh. The long finish can be balanced towards hops or malt, but is never aggressively tilted either way. Light to moderate diacetyl and low hop-derived esters are acceptable but need not be present. Mouthfeel, medium body, moderate to low carbonation. Um, And you've already done the style comparison, so we don't need to read that again. Uh, vital statistics. Your original gangster, 1044 <laughs> to 1060. Oh, gee. Uh, IBUs, 30 to 45. IBU. Final gravity, 1013 to 1017. FG. SRM, 3.5 <laughs> to 6. Sir. <laughs> ABV, 4.2 to 5.8%. Above. And these are your style guidelines. All right. Nice. Good overview. I think Eddie's going to give us a little rundown on the history. It's kind of funny. Sorry, when you read the commercial examples in the BGCP for the style, half Uh of them are, I don't even know how to pronounce them. Honestly, that's kind of why I didn't read those. You can't pronounce them? Gambrinus Premium and Pilsner Urkel. Those are only (laughs) two that are in English. (laughs) Please and Skeho Taipu. Bernard Svanjentny Lekek. <laughs> I don't know. We need someone to Gilava. Uh, I don't speak Czechoslovakian, so I can't really. <laughs> do we know any Czech people? Unatika. Anyway. I know a Bosnian. Is that I close? I do too. <laughs> a lot anyway. of those sound like dirty words. Be careful. <laughs> we did not check the explicit box. all right eddie let's hear some history so i've got a pretty short history here uh i couldn't find any anything a lot more extended than this online so 
Uh, our history is, it, is that it's uh, commonly associated with the Pilsner Urkel, which is f- first brewed in 1842 after uh, the construction of a new brew house by burgers dissatisfied with the standard of beer brewed in Pilsen. Burgers? Whoa. Burgers. Beer's gonna taste like burgers. Is that, is that burgers? I said. I just had a burger before I got here. I was say I want a burger. It sounds good. So Bavarian brewer Joseph Grohl is credited with first brewing the beer. So, the this beer. would be fantastic, like outside grilling out beer. Yeah, it would. Yeah, <laughs> maybe by a lake with Eating a campfire. Burgers. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything? Uh, in, any input, Travis? Because I. I couldn't find anything specific. Joseph to Grohl. It. I wonder. There's a beer called Grolsch. Yeah. Is that this style too, or is that uh, Grolsch? International so. pale lager. Grolsch by who? Do you remember? I do not. It's been a long time since I've even it's thought about green bottle swing top. Yeah, I do know that Pilsner Arkell was the like that was the standard, the first one, and uh, all the German pills uh, sought to emulate that whenever they created their style, but they had to use ingredients that they had. So that's why there's a little bit of difference between German pills and Czech pills, um, specifically the hop usage that they had in the region. But, uh, yeah, this is the one that started it all. I remember back in episode 9 when we did German pills, we were reading up on it and realized, oh, the actually the Czech pills came first. We should have done that one, but we didn't, and uh, it only yeah. took us till episode 43 to get back around to it. Uh, the Grosch is actually a Euro pill lager. Okay, so yeah, that'll be um, the same same category we did Corona and yeah, right. international. Yeah, it, it's next to the Heineken. Now, if you read the, the pictures, if you read the comments in uh, WCP on Czech Premium Pale Lager, it says in the Czech Republic mm. only Pilsner Urkel is called a Pilsner, ah. despite how widely adopted the name is worldwide. So, if you go to Czech Republic and you say Pilsner, everyone's going to assume you're talking about. Pilsner or Kel. Would you like a um, quick fun fact that'll take two seconds that's related to this? Will it he take looks two defeated. Seconds? Look at that face. I was still talking. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that's you were okay. done. Go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I will wait. <laughs> sorry. I don't know how to say this word. Gavachnikov? Sounds close enough. Ye- or yeast beer. dollar word for the day. Apparently. <laughs> uh, versions are popular in the Czech Republic and maybe either krausened with yeast or yeasted wort or given a fresh dose of pure yeast after fermentation so we never have another beer that's krausened okay during okay. fermentation cool these beers are sometimes cloudy with subtle yeastiness and enhanced hop character modern examples vary in their malt to hop balance and many are not as hot forward as pilsner or kale wonder if this is the only one that's actually brewed in pilsen that's why they call it the only pilsner yeah maybe so kind of like how kolsch can only be made in coln and right. champagne yeah. and the yeah. champagne region of france and all mm. that kind of yeah so maybe so yeah is that well? Obviously, I don't know all the breweries in Germany and you know Belgium and all that. But right. is Pilsner Urkel the main brewery in the Czech Republic, <laughs> or the only one? I, I would imagine so. It's the biggest yeah. one that I've heard of. I yeah. wouldn't put it past them. All uh, I said on here is someone built another brewery because they were dissatisfied with the other beer that was available. Well, maybe so. they. We got the uh, the, the Czech bar, which I I've heard that I don't know if it's true, but I heard that was the. Uh, the originate, origination of Anheuser-Busch came from there. Hmm. Cause, Interesting. Yeah, they had the beer Czechvar, then they changed the name to Budvar, and then it became Budweiser. Hmm. Hmm. Which I think we actually have that one today. Budvar? Yeah. Czechvar. Maybe. 
I don't know. Check bar. What bar? I don't know where I am that anymore. Bar. We're going to the bar. What? What? Fun See fact. <laughs> okay, so my fun fact. It's going to take two seconds. Uh, hopefully. The Czech Republic consumes more beer per capita than any other country in the world. The Czech Republic drinks on average about 161 liters of beer per person each year. Dang. My <laughs> <laughs> They drink more beer than Germany? That's what it says. Huh. Germany is like beer capital of the universe. Oh, I know. Well, I, I guess it, compared to the, when you're comparing the population, you know, for... Really? The, you know the population comparison between Germany and the Czech Republic? No, I don't. But it's saying... <laughs> I'm assuming that's what they mean by that. You know? And get this. This is straight from the Homebrewers Association.org. It's on the internet. It's got to be true. It's got to be anything. true. Yeah. They don't true. know anything. <laughs> you never know. I got an empty glass, so you know what that means. We got to wait on the other ones to empty theirs. That's what that means. There they go. We'll give them some drinking music. There we go. And (laughs) moving on to our tasting portion. Yes. Mm. Well, I'm glad no one else asked what was next, but what? Here here's what's next. I'm kidding. What's first? <laughs> okay, this is the Pilsner Urkel brewed in Pleasin Czech. Pleasin, thank you. That's about as close as I'm going to get. It's got a little over the end. What's the name of the brewery? Uh, where is it? This uh Pleasin. Oh, there it is. Ple- Pleasing Sky <laughs> Prozdrog. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all day. Yeah, we don't speak Czech. <laughs> to our listeners in Czechoslovakia, we're sorry. We yes, apologize. we do apologize. Can't say that. Please send us an audio recording. Yes, if you, 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 if you could do that, that'd be great. There's too many chicks over the different letters to know what the... Make sure you're very drunk. And you know what? This is cool because like... Uh, on the bottle, it says please and check, like actually in the glass. Pleasing? Yeah, please and check. <laughs> hmm. All right, anyway. So, so this is a 4.4% ABV. The original. Brilliantly clear. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unclear. It's like darker clear. yellow. Gold. Clear yeah. clarity. Yeah. <laughs> Gold. White head. Foamy. Interesting aroma. It's, uh, that's it's, that's the Pilsner malt straight up. It kind of smells like skunk a little that's bit. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's in a brown bottle, so it's brown. been fairly protected. Yeah, but and it's also come across the world. Does it look uh, like a lighter brown bottle than usual to you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely does. And uh, I don't. Whenever I say skunky, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just I get skunk. I mean I yeah. I'm used to drinking Corona. Like so. I don't like Corona, but I I've, I drink Corona pretty often. I'll drink Corona. Um, so it it's not a, definitely not a negative thing for me. It's just there. So. Yeah, definitely has a big bready like biscuity mm-hmm. yeah. aroma, grainy mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> get any uh, hops on the aroma? Mm, maybe just a hair. Not really. It's mm. kind of covered up by the the skunk in the the Pilsner malt mm-hmm. and the flavors. It's light. Um, like I get a little breadiness. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say like lightly toasted bread. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of breadiness actually. Yeah, that's good. It's good beer. 
Does some of the skunkiness come out in the flavor? No. No, not to me. I get a, a tad bit of it. Yeah. Like uh, in a, a, a mouth puckering kind of way. I'm glad we tried the German pills right before this because seeing the bitterness level on the German pills compared to how unbitter this one is, like this yeah. is very soft. This is a very this light is, finish. Yeah, I like this. This is good. I don't like this one. No. No, I really don't. Huh. You can't uh, play it, your drop now. I know. Well, now you have a new one. Um, the flavor is a little odd to me. Uh, I guess it's just because we had, I, well, I drank a, a Coke before everything, but... You know, going from the German pills to this, it just it has a weird flavor to it that I can't really put my finger on as to what it is. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Well, I like it. Mm. Would you say that's the Pilsner malt, Travis? That's kind of the impression I get, but I wasn't at the class today that y'all actually ate malt. Oh, y'all got to eat malt? That's awesome. Somebody (laughs) brought, you know, different things of all the different malts and they got to kind of chew on them and apparently the flavor you get when you chew on it's very similar to the flavor you get when you brew with it oh yeah like i remember eating it and it it tasted like it smells on brew day so you know like the whole bready doughy aroma that you get during brew day you know before you add the hops so during the mashing that's exactly what it tastes like does it taste like the foop as well (laughs) that was sweet sweet Hmm. (laughs) cool Anyway, do you get the Pilsner malt in here? Is it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. Maybe that's what it is then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's probably the biggest uh, component of this, since the hops don't play as big a role in this as compared to the German Pils style. Yeah. You know, maybe a little bit of, like, soft floral notes, but they're fairly uh, fairly well in the background. Right. Now, mm-hmm. as a home brewer, the, uh, the dangers of Pilsner malt would be <laughs> DMS. Mm-hmm. Do you get any DMS? Not really. Can you remind us actually what DMS is, if we have any new listeners? Please. It's been quite a few episodes. Dimethyl sulfide. Right, but what is it? (laughs) Uh, It's going to be like a cooked corn Mm -hmm. off flavor. Um, When you use pills, it's it's in all grain. Yeah, it's naturally occurring on the grain. But the, the Pilsner malt has higher levels of it. And so when you're brewing... Normally, you'll do like a 60-minute boil. Right. But for a Pilsner malt, you have to do a 90-minute boil. Some people have been experimenting with doing shorter boils to see if they still get DMS. And it's, you know, Mm -hmm. some people say you really don't need to boil 90 minutes. But the steam that comes off of the the boil is carrying that DMS with it. That's why you'd never cover your boil because it's going to fall right back into your beer. Gotcha. So, thanks. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> as they mentioned earlier, absolutely lawn-mowing beer. I mean, very yeah. straightforward, refreshing. Um, doesn't have nearly a, the level of hoppiness or bitterness as the German pills. No, so not at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. No. Now, see, the guidelines don't say anything about DMS, but they do mention diacetyl, that in low levels it's appropriate but not needed. So do you get any diacetyl in this one? Because I'd be curious to see if some of them have... I, I didn't get any butteriness I at all. No, I really didn't need no. butter. No, <clears throat> which is okay in the style. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying maybe we'll get one that has a little bit in it that you know we'll be able to say okay, this one, this one has it. It's still style, but eh, you know, yeah, diacetyl comes across as a like movie theater butter. Yeah, very over the top. 
but and a slickness across the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. movie theater. But no, I'm, I'm not picking up <laughs> any kind of off flavors in this. It's yeah. it's very, like I said, straightforward, well crafted. Mm-hmm. It's a, it is what it is. And five Helen Deville writing. <laughs> I'd put it about a seven. Yeah, I right. go about maybe six. I'm gonna say six point two five. Ooh, it's just it's really grainy. Yeah. I'm going to go with an 8.5 mm-hmm. to 9. Dang, man. It reminds me a lot of uh, just other lagers, yeah. Uh, yeah. specifically Mexican ones. But <laughs> not Hacker Shore. No, no, that's not a Mexican lager. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I said not. Nice. Right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Ote. So next we have Chekvar B Original. Um, Don't be fake. Be original. Anyway, <laughs> so oh. it doesn't say anything about Budweiser on here. <laughs> but when you check it into Untapped, it says Budweiser, Budvar, be original, slash Checkvar, be original. Are you sure it's not Budvisor? <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Very nice. Czech imported lager, probably Czech Republic. Um, 5% ABV. Uh, the bottle says, Chickvar is the special name of the world-famous beer produced by renowned brewery in Jeski Bujavis, Republic. Beetlejuice. Punjabi? Beetlejuice. <laughs> Benefiting from over 700 years of brewing experience of the South Bohemian region, Chickvar is a golden original acknowledged by many connoisseurs as one of the best lagers in the world. Dang. <laughs> so, there you go. Green bottle with a uh, gold foil covering on the cap. All right. Cool. Well, So here's Checkvar. Be uh, original. Well, as I'm checking the color, uh, it's yellow. Gold. Clear yeah. clarity. Slightly <laughs> lighter than the last one, but only, only just. in the slightest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only just. I get some citrusy uh, aroma out of it. Ironically enough, I get less skunk out of the green bottle one than we did out of the brown yeah. bottle. Yeah, that's here. funny. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> I wonder how they uh, package the bottles. <clears throat> this one protected. does have a date on it. Uh, 7 16 So it's still fresh-ish. Rick-a, rick-a. Awesome. <laughs> I do get some kind of citrusy notes, but it's still super bready and super mm-hmm. Pilsner-y. Yeah. Is yeah, that like using the word in the definition? This Pilsner smells Pilsner-y? Uh, for people that know what that is, I'm sure it works <laughs> just fine. This one smells a little cleaner yeah, it's than a little, the Urkel. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a little easier to drink, in my opinion, as well. Oh, yeah. The flavor um, I think the flavor is a little bit better, too. I like yeah. this one a lot better than the Pilsner Urkel. I get the, no the, the, the Pilsner Urkel. Citrusy and then this really, really light breadiness in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, not I don't get else. the lightly toasted no, bread no, like I bready. did in the Pilsner Urkel. This one's just bready. Right. Yeah. It smells good, though, and it, and it tastes fine. It's pretty smooth. Um, that Pilsner malt, though, is definitely an, a different taste than than something like a two-row. Definitely yeah. a different character. Yeah. Man, I wish uh, I could tell you exactly what I'm tasting, but it's not. <laughs> I, I can't put it in words. Use your words, Eddie. 
Word. Um, I don't know. I still get some some kind of sweet, almost citrusy, just just borderline citrus uh, taste out of it. So uh, it could be just yeah. me or. Um, no, I get a little bit of that too. Yeah. Like uh, lemon pledge. No, yeah, definitely lemon not. Lemon no, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm really surprised that they got this in a green bottle and it's not skunky at all. I mean, well, that's le- cool. Like maybe it's you know they are very careful about packaging. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was asking. I was like, I wonder how they package these bottles up. You know, for shipping, box them up rather than in a like a six pack carrier. Yeah, maybe so. Give it to a little man that like puts it under his shirt when he runs out to the truck, <laughs> and then puts it in there, and then they ship it over. They get another little man over here does the same. Bring it to the store. <laughs> that the drive a truck that's got a hole. Just for the eyes, so you can drive down the road to deliver it. <laughs> no, I went too far. <laughs> oh my gosh! I did find this a little info on the uh, the Budweiser Budweiser history with uh, this company, which I was wrong. It was not uh, affiliated with Anheuser Busch in any way. Oh, <laughs> still called Budweiser. Yes. Uh, so the history of this this particular brewery, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, uh, dates back to the 13th century, but then they were founded in 1785. The company began exporting to the United States in 1871. In the United States, Anheuser-Busch started using the Budweiser brand in 1876 and registered it two years later. Hmm. So this company uh, started using the name Budweiser first. They didn't try and sue them? Well... Getting to that. A second company. <laughs> so there's a second company in Czech, which is now named Budvar, was established in 1895 in the same town, but uh, also started exporting beer under the name Budweiser, being the German way of referring to something from the city, such as a beer, while Budjoveki means the same in Czech. So basically, Budweiser just means this is beer from here. Got it. From their town. Cool. These exports in the U.S. market led to the Budweiser trademark dispute. Negotiations between the three companies, the two from the original town and the American Anheuser-Busch, about using Budweiser reached an agreement in March 1938 that allowed Anheuser-Busch to use the brand Budweiser only in North America. Interesting. So, yeah, they just all kind of started around the same time with the same name. And uh, there you go. So... Whenever they export this beer to North America, it's called Czechvar. Whenever they keep it in uh, Europe, it's Budvar. So that's why you might see different labels oh, okay. of the got same it. kind of thing. Got it, got it. So then when if Anheuser-Busch sends Budweiser overseas, what is it called? See, now that's where I'm a little confused because I'm pretty sure they're worldwide Budweiser, you know? As big a company as that is, there's no way that they would have to rename their beer, but being the behemoths that they are, you know. So that may have changed. Yeah, hmm. maybe they just say the name backwards. <laughs> Wiser, Wiser, <Yeah>, but <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. Okay, five palatability rating. <laughs> I'm going with an eight this time. Yeah. Yeah. A little higher than say, the yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. That Definitely. is good beer. I'm going to yeah. drop down half a point to eight. Yeah. But I like this one. It's really good. Yeah, I good. could drink this all day. I guess they wrote a check they could cash. Mm. Lol. 
Oh, I see what you did there. All right, what's oh, next? This could oh, actually be. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> this could actually be referred to as. Or then slightly cranked up bush. <laughs> it actually makes sense. Yep, it sure does. Wow. I don't even know the reference that came from. Me either. Uh, that was malt liquor. Oh, gosh. Uh, that was when I was reading off drunkard.com. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Bush is in SCH. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. got you. Cranked up bush. <sighs> All right, what's next? So this next one is uh, Staropramen uh, from Prague. It's the number one beer in the world. It's a premium beer. And apparently Staropramen is a spirit of Prague. It's a green bottle. Sorry. Green bottle, yes? Yes, I do believe it's a green bottle with a white <laughs> label and a yeah, green a lettering. Green, cream it's colored it's label. Yep, I, I can't confirm. Oh, it looks yeah. like it's white from yes, here, so yeah. my fault. A white line. Yeah. Green. Get your eyes checked. Purple. Anyway. Um, Not purple. It. I, I get skunk out of it. Uh, I didn't top. even smell it yet. Yeah, it's the first thing uh, I This get. one's also... Star of Promen. That's what I think when I see, I see the title. Star of yeah. What is that from? Pramalot. That's Monty Python Monty and the Holy Grail. Oh, that's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, to uh, drink yeah. the Star of Pramalot. Yeah, I, I get some citrus <laughs> okay, didn't work. and some skunk. Um, citrusy. Uh, very similar color. Still, clear yeah, clarity. Clear. Totally. Gold. <laughs> Gold color. I get some skunk in the aroma. Green bottle course that meant nothing for the check bar it's actually a, a, a darker green i think than the uh, maybe yeah, check bar. maybe a little <laughs> <laughs> yeah hmm. yeah see this like this Ooh. smells like what i what i think of whenever i think of uh european green bottle beer this is really light the flavor is super light got something different it does in it than the other two it's kind of almost a little creamy yeah i was gonna say the mouth feels a little creamier too hmm yeah okay i see what you're talking about this is different and you don't get skunk in the taste as i do i I get a little bit yeah yeah maybe just Just a hair yeah maybe a little little. (laughs) i don't get it in the taste but um (laughs) you may as well play it travis (laughs) (laughs) it's a little grassy like fresh blades of grass like like, like at the masters some floral the lawn yeah which reminds me i need to mow my lawn later d golf course (laughs) i gotta wait a week just fertilized it Mm. it's good yeah i think i'd like the check bar better me too although i i enjoy the creaminess of this beer uh it's lol. <laughs> it's still good. Uh, probably the check more better. Yeah. It's a little drier in the finish. Mm. I'm, I'm getting the bitterness a little more in this one than I have the past two. Yeah. Yeah, I was smelling it while I drank it, swear. Oh, yeah. And that, that, that's a good technique. <laughs> that enhances the skunkiness. It's a good technique. Taste. Yeah. Do you still have that drop, Travis? You get rid of it a long time ago. No, it was too long. Oh, so. man. <laughs> yeah. You can uh, refer back to our outtakes episode <laughs> if you would like to hear the uh, origin. 
<laughs> the origin of it. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, highly advised. We'll probably have a, a round two of that in a few months or so. Yeah, maybe. When we get the time. I have questions that I'll have to ask on that episode. Jeez. Hopefully I'm here for that one. Anyway, back to the <laughs> star of Praman. Praman. <laughs> All That's right. good. Um, poundability rating? Poundability, I'm going to say at eight. Seven. Seven. I'm going to go back down to my six for this one. Okay. Cool. I think the check far has been the most poundable. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yes. It was neat having well, uh, all three of these together. They had many similarities, but well, there was enough different between all three of them to, mm-hmm. to be noticeable. Mm-hmm. Real European. Mm-hmm. Check pills. European? I like the check bar later. The most so far, but I think the as far as poundability, mine my highest one is still Eric Hell. Um but yeah. Cool. Das ist gut. Well, so, Travis, what nice. do we have coming up next? Yeah. Well we got a few American examples, mm-hmm. which will be neat because cool. it's around it's in the same style. Okay. But um Oh, so we have you, a lot of beer left. <laughs> you know how we do it. Sweet. <laughs> Let's do it. We're headed over to California to start with. Oh, boy. And Ooh, that's actually, Ooh. the land of fruits and nuts. We could go to nuts. California or we could go to Chicago because Chicago. this brewery now has two locations. Oh, hey. Yeah. And I didn't know that until I went to Chicago last month. But this is uh, from Lagunitas. It's the Lagunitas Pills, either based in Petaluma, California, or Chicago. And it does say in big letters on the label, Czech style Pilsner. So they do want uh want us to know that it is czech style and not a german pills six percent Ooh, higher than the others well yeah i think that's outside of the abv range for a czech pills uh yeah high upper end is 5.8 yeah mm. just barely. Maybe a little, maybe a i can't get my voice to do that right now <clears throat> <clears throat> well maybe a little no <laughs> nope not happening <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> same color, maybe a little lighter, actually. A little lighter. Clear, yeah. clear clarity. Clear clarity. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> quick. CC. Oh, I get a lot of that Pilsner. Yeah, I do character. too. Okay, I, I really, I really, it's not offensive in this one. I think this is the best balanced aroma that we've had so yeah, far. Yeah, I'm getting no skunk. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of grassy. Fresher. Yeah. Is that what Pilsner? Very grassy, very floral. Okay. Cool. Well, the Pilsner is like real bready also. Okay. The grassy floral would probably come from the hops. Oh, I, would I get assume. Some, I get some grassiness. Not super grassy, just yeah, it's there. Um, yeah. So Lagunitas is bought out by somebody, right? Did they sell out? I thought they did a while back. Yes. Yeah, was, it, right. yeah. uh, was it Heineken that bought them out? No, it was one of the... It was one of the ABCs. I... You know... It might have been Heineken. I think it was Heineken. I'm gonna yeah. look that up. And I think we, I think this happened maybe the week after we did our IPA episode. Oh, that's where right. We, where Sawyer froze the beer, <laughs> <laughs> and so we didn't talk about it then because it hadn't happened. So yeah, that would have been over the summer. Let's see. Ooh, this is good. Yeah, like, Heineken. Hmm. Heineken owns Lagunitas. Okay. This one's good. I like it. Yeah. I like this beer, too. You good. know, I don't think I've had a Lagunitas I didn't like. They make good beer. Their IPA is pretty good. Lagunitas sucks. It's also pretty good. I brought that one <laughs> yesterday. 
Yeah, we didn't drink it. It's still in there. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to try that. Did y'all drink the GPA? Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> That's okay. Hmm. Yeah, this... Uh, I get a lot of the maltiness out of this mm-hmm. one. A lot of the sweetness yeah. and everything out of it. That's That was what stood out the most. Uh, let see what else I get out of it. Well, my burp, I got some hops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she ate a hop last night, too. Oh, yeah, she oh, did eat a hop last night. <laughs> I can't believe she did that. <laughs> that was awesome. Our listeners have no idea who you're talking yeah. about. We're talking about my girlfriend. She came to Brunei yesterday and yeah. pretty messed up. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's okay. Yay. It happens. Shakar handed her a hop and told her to eat it. <laughs> so she did. <laughs> anyway. It's and a good uh, medium light, medium body beer. Um uh, I think this I is like probably this. the smoothest one that we've had. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I like it. Good flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> I like. I was this just going to say. I I wonder how much of it is an age thing. Hmm. You know, spending all that time on the boat, coming over here, and I, green bottles are always kind of hit and miss. But this one's in one of the stubby uh, brown bottles. You know, like Lagunitas always puts their stuff in. <laughs> Stubby didn't Sierra make Nevada. this like yeah. you just did. Oh my God. Yeah. That's good. There we go. <laughs> there we go. First one we have to be Travis clear today. with our clarity, okay? That's true, yeah. <laughs> the squatty bottle. <laughs> they have some very some tiny print around the label. Yeah, but no, nothing that says Heineken. Like Adam and Eve, Isaac and Ishmael, Mao and Confucius, Good and Evil, Day and Night, Hittites and... Visigoths, I guess I'm John and Lorena, or Groucho and Mo, ales and lagers are as different as can be. Still, we must love each other for who they are, separately but equally, with liberty and justice for all. Cheers. Wait, is this the bottle, the same company where I read that the Raging Hop is engaging the Imperial? It might be. I think it is. Yeah, because you like read to the end of the one line. Yeah, and then put it down. <laughs> I didn't even start on the right line. <laughs> I think it was the Lagunitas IPA. Yeah. Do you still have that drop? No. Oh. That one's gone too. Dang. Net contents. 12 fluid ounces of malt hops, yeast, and water. <laughs> All right. So it follows the Reinheitsgebot. I just get the nuts. The Reinheitsgebot? Reinheitsgebot. Ah. It's My palatability rating. <laughs> I'd say pretty high on this one. I'm going to go up to eight. Yeah. Yep. I'm right there with you. Me too. You know, I kind of get a little more alcohol. Not, I don't taste the alcohol, but I can feel it. So I'm going to go down a little bit. You're starting to feel it, Eddie? No, just out of this one. (laughs) So I'm going to go down to seven. But it's still really good. I like this beer a lot. Uh, I would have pounded the crap out of it. I like this beer. Yeah, I would. (laughs) Yeah. I would. It's good. Pounding it? You know, I realized uh, I need to apologize for our listeners, or to our listeners. Last week, I had the history section, and I did not do history in a hat. And I feel really <laughs> bad about that. I thought about it all week. He did. He, was, he, he cried on my shoulder about it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. During brooding. I listened to the episode, and I, I realized it, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I have let people down. So when our subscriber number goes down, it's your fault, Travis. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are not consistent at all. It's a smacking good time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's move on. What's next? 
All right, we're going to head on up to Delaware for our final Pilsner of the day. However, not our final beer of the day. I've never been to Delaware. Oh, 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 oh. This is from Dogfish Head. <laughs> we haven't featured them in quite a while. I think the last time I featured them was uh, the pumpkin episode. Yeah. Pumpkin yeah. 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 We had a, a special guest ago. appearance by Sam Calzione. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't actually make it to this one. <laughs> Do we, Chris, hang do on. we don't, have that cut? Don't read the label because there's I'm, something on there that I... I'm not. Okay. Well, don't look at the blue side over here. Okay. Don't look at it. Stop <laughs> it. Like some belly. Because they have... The, this is Dogfish Head Piercing Pills. It is a Czech-style Pilsner. However, they have added a few ingredients that are a little different. And Oh, so I'll, you want me to see if I can guess them well, without reading Well, or the anybody. Label? Yeah, because they're... it's. It's a Czech style pilsner, but they do toss in a few it's odd things. Allspice. The other ones have not had pumpkin. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. If it, I mean, I don't even know if I would pick this up, but um, the appearance is pretty similar to the other ones. I don't get any spices in the aroma. I get some citrus. It reminds yeah. me of the Czech bar. It does have a different aroma? It's still a, a dark gold. So uh, it's the it's the clear, clear clarity is not quite there though. No. It's just as clear as the other it's, clarity. Well, maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I know what's in it, but had I not, I would have said it smells like prickly pear. You know, like the uh, the shiner that we had the other day. Yeah, I don't know that I'd say prickly uh, pear. I get maybe sweeter. some some orange peel or um, paradise seeds. I love paradise oh. seeds. You haven't used that in a long time. Can you use paradise seeds in this beer? Yes, <laughs> if you want to, I guess. Um, <laughs> Just be sure to crush them up with a beer bottle. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because, Travis, we were talking about ginger last night. We opened up that package, and I smelled it. Okay, but I can see that. I get maybe a hint of ginger. Yeah, I would have written that, too. Definitely. Um. Ah. The the Pilsner character, like the, the bready malt, isn't as strong in this one as it is in the others. Yeah. Yeah. A um, little bit more hot presence. I can't guess what it is. I don't know. Can I, I read the bottle now? <clears throat> sure. Paradise Seeds. A Czech-style Pilsner brewed with pear juice, pear tea, and sauce hops. Huh. Interesting. Wait, so that's why you said prickly. You, but you already had the the notion well, in your. What kind of hops? Prickly pear is sauce. totally different from oh, just pear. Yeah. Well, uh, still, I don't get any pear. There's no sweetness. Have, have you guys had prickly pear? Yeah. Like, from where? Last week. You talking about like the the red fruit that grows yes. on the cactus? <clears throat> oh no, I'm talking about the beer prickly pear. Okay, I'm gonna have to bring some prickly pear next time. I'm, okay. I will just like some. you said, you're gonna bring some chalada for us, and that never happened. So yeah. What? So what? Chilada. Chilada? What the heck is chilada? What's it called? Clamato? Clamato. That's it. Oh, I don't know. what is chilada? still at home, actually. Clamato. Oh, michelada. Oh, yeah. Isn't that what it is? No, clamato no? isn't michelada. Oh, it's a, I don't know. I still, it's still in my fridge. I speak it to English. Okay. Like a Okay. Anyway. Join us next week when we feature <laughs> michelada and prickly pear. And Not prickly pear. Uh, that's got to be in season. I don't know if it's <laughs> good right now. Oh. But, that's yeah. not a Mexican thing, though, is it? No. Yeah. No, they grow everywhere, but the ones you find in Mexico are freaking delicious. I do get a pretty fair fruity element from this that yeah. you didn't get from the other ones. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. think yeah. that I would have been able to pick out pear. 
No, no. Because I, well, like I said, I I immediately thought orange peel or mm-hmm. grains of paradise. Yeah, ginger. I like. I still even paradise thinking eats. ginger. I'm I'm still tasting it. It's got a dry finish. Yeah, I never would have guessed pear ever. <clears throat> we should eat paradise seeds. We did that. We didn't eat paradise yes, seeds. Yes, we did. When? Remember we were talking about having my seeds in your mouth? That was a drop. I we remember parad- the drop. That was that was Studio 2.0. Were they paradise was, seeds though? I thought it was something else. I don't. Well, anyway, whatever. whatever. <laughs> we're, we're big time now that we're upgraded to Studio 3.0. Yeah, we don't think about those early days anymore. <laughs> we're legit. We were just little kids. We didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> Poundability. You know, um, yeah. I think the poundability for this one's going to be a little lower because of the, the sweetness. Yeah, the, what the what the pear juice and the pear tea adds. Maybe it's like tea leaves. What is pear tea? Uh, uh, was pear flavored tea? Pear juice. Tea, of tea pear. with pears. <laughs> but how's it different from pear juice? Well, that's juice with I pears. Mean, yeah, I mean, okay, so juice, like you're juicing a pear. Like squeezing it and the juice comes out, right? And tea, what do you do? Cut them up and drop them in boiling water? You could use a juicer. Maybe you dry them. Dry the tea and dehydrate it. And then... I don't know. Uh, This reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. Oh, I didn't think of it that way. Does it not? (laughs) It kind of does, actually. There you go. You didn't say it, Sawyer. Well, I just... I wasn't thinking that at all. But now that I th- now you that I hear that, about parasite, par- wow, you uh, parasite seeds. I've been ah, saying ah, stuff ah. about paradise seeds this entire time. No, but I'm the one that brought it up. I know, but I agree with it. <laughs> I like paradise seeds in this beer. I think it tastes very similar. So your next beer is going to be a Czech Pills with paradise seeds and agave nectar and, and uh, a pound of corn sugar. <laughs> so, Imperial Pilsner. Okay. <laughs> I put the poundability at about a six for this one. I think. I'm going to go with the 5.3145678. Uh, seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Eddie on this one. Seven. Cool. Well, we got uh, one more beer that we're going to feature. And. Well, we're going to feature it or we're just going to. I don't know. Do we even know what it is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we, we don't know anything. We're we're going off script. So okay, so we don't know uh, this doing. is what happened. So what happened was. So, oh, happened. so what happened? So what happened was. Whenever uh, we went to our homebrew club meeting on Tuesday, they had boxes and boxes of beer left over from Blue Bonnet judging, and I guess the the clubs that help put the the show on get to take home whatever's left. So at the meeting, they said, "There's all the Blue Bonnet beer that's left over at the front. Take some of it home." So I grabbed a four pack of just random bottles. I have no idea what they are. Um, brought it home, and so we're just going to open one up and taste it, see if we can figure out what it is, I guess. I don't know. So this segment we're calling Beer Roulette. All right, so our first round of Beer Roulette. We have a amber-ish color. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's more of a brown bottle. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what? Oh, okay. Yes, yep. the ba- clear, Brown. no label, mm. nothing on the cap. So we have purple. no idea what this is. No idea is. what this is. Aroma. Sweet. Um, yeah, sweet. Slightly bready, maybe. I get yeah. a little alcohol out of it. Maybe just a little roasty. Just, just you a little know, bit. swirling it around, you can see some 
a little bit of a thick viscosity. Like it's almost syrupy. So I would expect this to be a heavier mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't like the clean clearness of the uh, Pilsner. Just it, by no floaties. No. Just by looking at it and smelling it, I'm going to guess amber ale. Okay. Mm. A little bit of sweetness in the nose. Mm. That's different. I never had that flavor in a beer. I think this might be a Scottish. Scottish? Yeah. I'm getting slightly caramel hints. Like, yeah. like yeah, iron I, like iron thistle? This no. is this is the most caramel I've That's ever gotten. Scotch out of beer. Oh, sorry. Very uh, dry finish. Yeah. Like almost woody. Really? Woody dry, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Now remember, anything that we have would not have been pushed through. So it it might not be a good example or, you know, a fantastic example of the style. It's just kind of somebody entered it and it was just not 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 good enough to be pushed through to the next round that's why there would be extra bottles yeah th- this reminds me of when you throw one of those you eat one of those candies uh, the hard camel candies what are they called uh, Horthers? the ones in the gold wrapper were those original <laughs> i don't know what they're called i they, i always got them in the bag and never wanted them oh. so i love Werther's. Yeah, this I don't has, know, Travis, you haven't really said a whole this lot. This has a pretty pretty pronounced bitterness um, that is it's apparent on the flavor and well into the finish. It lingers. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm still getting some caramel on the finish. Yeah. A lot. I can see some of the sweetness. And More then, in the aftertaste. You know, from the from the appearance and mouthfeel. This isn't I, a bad beer. I think I could I could jump mm. on with the uh the Scottish Hypothesis. Talking like a, well, okay. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking old guidelines, sixty, seventy, eighty. This would be a Scottish export. Yeah, in the new guidelines. Yeah, in my opinion. Would you guys know what that is? What number? No, not off the top of my head. Scottish export. Would you right next to with the bitterness level? Would you go as far as you know, maybe a um, an English mild or something like that? No, I don't think so. Or ESB. <clears throat> it's not very earthy. You think it could be an English IPA? Possibly. I, I don't know. I, the bitterness level is just kind of there, but not really up front. So, okay. okay it's kind of dry. <clears throat> the Scottish export has a 14C, and the, the impre- overall impression is a malt-focused, generally caramelly beer with perhaps a few esters and occasionally a butterscotch aftertaste. Uh, hops only to balance and support the malt. The malt character can be can range from dry and grainy to rich, toasty, and caramelly, but is never roasting, especially never has a peat smoke character. If this were entered in that category, it wouldn't do well because of right. the uh, of the well pronounced bitterness. Right. It um, enough that that would be the the forward balance on this. Yeah, sure. There's caramel and uh, some malty notes, but the bitterness is really cutting through. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I would almost say it could be entered as an English IPA. It I mean, obviously, it didn't win whatever category it was put into, yeah, because it wasn't pushed through the, to the best in show. But uh, I could, I could see that maybe. It's see a little, Scottish or the English IPA, almost an English IPA. Okay. The colors, English IPA. I would agree with that, but it just seems know. a little too malty for that as well. <clears throat> yeah, I I get a lot of that caramel. Uh, it's right on the, the finish, though. Scotch. It's not. It's not real up front. It's just kind of. It's definitely not in the aroma. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, yeah. Interesting. Okay. 
That's that's kind of why I said amber ale, because it does have the bitterness, the roastiness, and the maltiness as well. Yeah, I can see that too. Doesn't have any of the American hop characteristics of an amber that's, ale. That's though. the only yeah. That's the only thing. So unless it's like a different hop that he used and tried. I don't know. I, I don't know. So that that's just kind of what I'm leaning more towards. Interesting. I didn't know quite what to expect when we tried this. I thought maybe it's going to be cut and dry. Oh, this is a this kind of beer, or right. You know, right. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm sure if we open up a, a stout or something, we'll know. Oh, this oh. is a stout. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Okay, is it an Irish stout? Is it a milk stout? Is it a tropical stout? Is it American stout? You know. Yeah. I think we're in the right ballpark. <laughs> like within a few styles, maybe we yeah. could venture a, mm-hmm. an educated guess, but. I think even if we did that with commercial beers, you feel like you had your wife go out and buy a few different singles and then peel the labels off of all of them, and we yeah. tried them. Might not be able to yeah. pinpoint exactly what it is. We can probably get close. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, like we did here. This is a nice exercise. I kind of like this. That's cool. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. This is a good beer. I mean, I'd, well, I'd, it'd be nice I'd to drink know what, it. I know. It'd be nice to know what exactly it was. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was I, a good beer. It, the world uh, may never know. Ooh, was that you, an accident? Yeah, you can maybe ask, ask at the homebrew meeting. Hey, who had the brown bottle with the oh. gray top? <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah, right. But it wasn't. Might not have been our homebrew it, club. Homebrew it's just club. been. Oh, here's cases of beer. Y'all take it. Mm-hmm. Well, for our homebrew recipe today, we do have an authentic Cologne brew recipe. This is out of the Cologne Brews book by Tessa Mark Szymanowski. And it's the Pilsner Urkel clone recipe. And so what they uh, what they are calling for, and since it's out of a book, I'll, I'll skirt around the exact numbers because it's a good book, and I've brewed several things from this, and it's decent enough. But uh, for the all-grain, they're wanting German two-row Pilsner malt to start with. And uh, the specialty grains will be German light crystal malt and German Munich. So that would be the uh, the grist. And let's see, hops. This is not laid out in the easiest format. Check saws for bittering. And then check saws again at 15 minutes for flavoring. And then check saws again at two at three minutes for aroma. So it's 100% check saws. Bittering, flavor, and aroma. And then for the yeast, you can either do the uh, Y yeast twenty two seventy eight Czech Pilsner lager yeast, or the Y yeast two thousand seven Pilsen lager yeast. Either one would be a fantastic option. And interestingly enough, they actually dry hop this with Czech saws again after fermentation is completed. Interesting. That wouldn't uh, wouldn't have been something that I would have expected since this is not a hop forward example of the style. Right. But. Um, and just to balance out the Pilsner a little bit? I don't know. Like, even on when we drank Pilsner Urkel, I didn't really get a big yeah. hop aroma. Yeah, definitely not. But um, that's what they're calling for. Interesting. Hmm. I really do want to brew a, a Pilsner. I can't right now because I don't have the, the lagering capabilities as far as temperature control. But as soon as I do Bohemian Pilsner... Like German Pilsner, those are going to be the first ones to do. Yeah, I was going to say, out of the two different styles we drank today, I would, probably would be more likely to brew a German Pils rather than the Czech Pils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would too. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, because I want to just I want to perfect it, perfect one recipe, and then just have that on tap all the time. Yeah, you, know, you can come home and pull off a pilsner anytime, whether it's December yeah. or July. That's kind of where I'm at with my pale ale right now. I've brewed it probably four or five times. Yeah, I'm close. <laughs> Not quite there, but I'm close to it. really getting it down to where I really like it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the Czech Premium Pale Lager. We're a bit divided over next week's episode, where we'll be traveling to Division Brewing. Hopefully, beer will bring us back together. Cheers until then. 